Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Joining us right now to talk some college football, Howard Griffin, two-time Super Bowl champion, now with the Big Ten Network. Howard, good morning. Thanks for joining us. How are you? Good morning, guys. I'm doing well. How about you guys? We're doing great. And we have a pre-show email that goes around the night before the show. And the first Uh thing our producer wrote was uh, it's not a no it's a good thing but uh the first thing our producer wrote was is penn state getting enough respect so i thought in my head hell i don't know i'm gonna ask howard griffith when he joins us so is penn state getting enough respect yeah i don't, I don't see why not i think the question becomes why are people picking ohio state to to win the conference uh of the east division when penn state won it last year and then they have all the things that are coming back when you talk about Bur- uh, Barkley and McSorley at quarterback and running back respectively. And, you know, I think they are. I-, I think they've closed the gap on Ohio State. I think the talent level still at Ohio State from 185 is still Ohio State's favor, but Penn State is coming. And all they need to do is keep going out and worrying about their own business, and, and I think everything will be fine for Penn State. Griff, always great to catch up with you, man. Enjoy My your man. work. <laughs> Listen, Barkley, what do you have him on your Heisman list? I have him number two right behind Baker Mayfield. He got off to a great start, of course, against Akron, and their defense was woeful last year, and they're picking up right where they left off. How high is the ceiling for this young man? I think it continues to go higher. The reality is you're talking about a kid that's, you know, 5'11", 215, 220 pounds, runs 4'3", can can bench well over 400, can – clean well over four. I mean, he is a machine. And when you turn on the tape, he's one of those guys that you just you go, wow. I mean, the ceiling is so high. He's truly a special player. And, you know, I think his game is going to only improve as, as he continues to get a better feel for the game of football. And that I'm not talking about whether he's running or catching. Just the subtle nuances of, of what different defenses are going to start to do to try to slow those guys down. But he's very dangerous when you have a guy or a quarterback like McSorley you know, defenses don't know really what to do. You know, you're going to try to take away Barkley, and then McSorley is still there. And, you know, that offensive line at Penn State is so much improved that, you know, I would not be surprised if he continues to put up big numbers this year better than he did last year because he's, he's stronger, he's faster, and the reality is he's probably a much better football player, which is scary to say, than he was last year. Griff, they showed a video of the guy cleaning. I pulled about eight muscles just watching that. Just watching, right? Damn. I mean, it was just amazing the amount of weight the cat was cleaning. Whew. Anyway. Yeah, he's unbelievable as a player. He is unbelievable. Gio and Jones with Howard Griffith on CBS Sports Radio. Give me one thing you liked from Michigan against Florida on Saturday and one thing you didn't. Well, one of the things I think I, I really liked was the fact that they're starting to now all of a sudden be able to run the ball. Talking about Michigan now. Um, before last year, they wanted to line up two tights, fullback, really tight formations. Uh, and last year, they still were struggling to run the football. And I, I know the Florida 
offensively it, it's not all that great. So that kind of holds that team back. But defensively, they have players over there. So they are pushing people around. So you like the fact that they can get in these pro formations, tight formations, and still be able to control the line of scrimmage. I really like that. You look at Wilton Spate, two, two interceptions uh, that, that were ill-advised, and it was really him not following through on his throws. So you, he's got to be able to take care of the football because I think when they're playing a better team that, that, can have, that has some offense and can score, you can't afford to put the ball uh, in the opponent's hands, let alone throw pick sixes like he did. So, you know, that's something that I think will continue to improve, but you really got to like the way – this Michigan offense is playing right now, running the football, and then uh, Tariq Black and Donovan Peoples-Jones, the wide receivers, young wide receivers that are really going to be able to contribute for this team this year. There is nothing that you didn't like about Maryland whipping up on my Longhorns, am I correct? <laughs> well, I mean, did you see that one coming at all? Well, I didn't think Texas was a three-touchdown favorite or 18-point favorite. Uh, I think that was the line. I didn't, I didn't think that was realistic. Yeah, I think what you have to be encouraged by, though, you know, is the plays that they made in special teams. I mean, that was a big part. So if you're a Maryland fan, you, you want to see Maryland tighten up special teams. But Maryland looks like they're going to be without their quarterback that got things started, uh, Pigram, and they're going to have to go with uh, Khalil uh, Hill, mm-hmm. who is really talented. When I was there this summer, I thought he was the most talented quarterback. He's a true freshman. But you're going to have to – Maryland's going to have to go through those growing pains. But But they made a lot of plays, and – and coming out of camp, I didn't think Maryland was a very physical football team uh, from an offensive standpoint. Yeah. But they kind of proved that wrong. So I, I don't really know what to make of it because when you talk about Texas football the last couple of years, people complained about them not being physical. So I think we're going to have to wait another week to really get an idea of what Maryland ultimately is going to look like. Is that generally your rule that the first week there's a lot of stuff you have to toss out? How do you, as an evaluator, process week one without overreacting too much but also not ignoring some important things yeah well i think you look at a couple teams and this is how i looked at them you look at ohio state got off to a really slow start the badgers got off to a really slow start but then you look at penn state and they just came out and really played well now i know the opponent that penn state played wasn't wasn't very good and accurate but they still weren't having all the mistakes that you saw some of the other teams having uh, yeah, you, you understand who they're playing, but I think you want them to go out and be able to play a clean game as far as uh, the turnovers are concerned, as far as penalties are concerned. But I think you, it does take a couple of weeks before you really find out the identity of a team. You go back to last, last year and you, we watched Michigan State really give it to Notre Dame, and all of a sudden people thought Michigan State was going to be a really good team, and, and you saw what happened there. So, you know, it takes a couple of weeks, I think, to really find out who's going who's gonna to be what unless you're talking about Alabama, and uh, it looks like they're just as uh, good as they've been in the past. Griff, Michigan State, you just mentioned them uh, just a deplorable season a year ago. Uh, They bounced back here at the beginning, 35-10 win over Bowling Green. Now Western Michigan, who played extremely well on the coast versus SC, comes to town. Uh, Upset alert? You you always have to be, because uh, at least for this year when you talk about Western Michigan, because – that's a roster that P.J. Fleck really did a tremendous job of, of building over the last several years. And sure, he took some of the young, some younger kids that were in this recruiting class on with him to, to Minnesota. But this is still a team that, that's loaded with talent. You saw what they did to, to USC. So I think that Michigan State is not in a place anymore where they can afford to look past people because of all the things that went wrong as far as the leadership and just the injuries and 
all the offseason problems that they had last year. So I would normally circle this one in a heartbeat. This is going to be upset alert. But because of all the things that they've been through, I think they're going to be really on top of their game because they can't afford to look past anybody. Because right now, when you look at the East, although this isn't a division game, you know they're probably the fourth or fifth best team in the East. Depends on where you slot Maryland right now. So Michigan State is really in a situation now where they're trying to climb back into it. I'm not saying that they can get to where they were when they played when they were in the uh, 14 playoffs a couple of years ago. But they have to get back to a point where they can be competitive and they can fight the big three in, in Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State. Talking to Howard Griffith on Geo and Jones, CBS Sports Radio. You mentioned P.J. Fleck uh, made his Minnesota debut, and it was 17-7 victory over Buffalo offensively. A little bit challenged, especially in the second half, uh, just a field goal in the second half of them uh, offensively. I was watching a, a documentary on him and following him around, and he's just an amazing individual with his energy and his, his positivity. Um, do you think that that can sustain, though, for a long period of time uh, with kids that age? Do you think that, you know, when he's you're getting that, all that stuff in your face constantly that could ever backfire, you think he's really on to something? Yeah, I think he is. I, I think you either love him or hate him. And in college football, you know, kids commit to programs because they really like the coach and what they're doing. And you go back to see what he was able to do at Western Michigan. He built that program from really nothing. So his model and the way he does things clearly can work. And he's already had a tremendous impact in Minnesota. Minnesota's issue right now is, is they don't have a great roster. They really were not depth. Uh, really deep as far as the roster was concerned. Did they win nine games last year? Yes, they absolutely did. And they've been a good program uh, even before P.J. stepped in and taken over because of what Jerry Kill has built there, who's now at Rutgers, the offensive coordinator. But but I think it plays well with certain kids. And, you know, they're going to like it and they're going to respond. And what he demands is the very best out of players. And, and that's if you sign up for that, that's what you're going to get, and that's what you're going to be willing to give. So I think it absolutely has a place uh, in college football. You can you see it work. I've seen it work, rather. And, and I think he will be successful uh, at Minnesota. The challenge is, you know, he's in the West, and, and I still think that although it, it's, it's not as uh, dominant as the East, I do think teams like a team like Wisconsin has separated themselves from the rest of the pack. So I think there is a gap in talent and just the way they play the game where Wisconsin is right now in the rest of the Western Division. Yeah, nine-win season a year ago for the Gophers, and they'll pick off somebody this year, and I think each and every year. So you have to beware. Let me ask you about Purdue. Jeff Brom, first game as the head coach there, the new head coach at Purdue, lose by 7, 35-28 to Louisville. Uh, You you had the, the reigning Heisman Trophy winner go off. Uh, but other than that, that was a good look, I thought, for Purdue. What did you see during your trek uh, visiting them uh, during the offseason? Yeah, I, I think another team that has to build a roster. It's one of those things, but they, they have a new football-only building that, that's almost ready, should be just about ready by the, uh, in another month or so. So I think they're doing all the right things the, the right way and what they need to do. Brom, to me, is going to be very interesting. He's one of those guys that uh, really does a great job of scheming uh, opponents. So looking for that perfect matchup, and that's what he really got, you know, versus Louisville. They gave him all they wanted. Uh, and, yeah, Louisville fumbled the ball a couple of times inside the five-yard line to help, but I think you have to give some of that credit 
to Purdue's defense is stepping up and playing as well as they did. I think Jeff's got a, an excellent opportunity uh, at Purdue to be successful, but again, it, it comes down to the roster. Much like Penn State, uh, rather Minnesota, he has to do a great job of recruiting, getting the right guys into that system so that they can start to really compete at a high level. Your alma mater, Lovey Smith, second year at the helm. Is he getting the right recruits in there? They struggled with Ball State. Western Kentucky is on the docket yeah. next. Yeah, this is going to be a tough one. Uh, you know, you, you look at uh, Ball State, and they really control the line of scrimmage. And that's not what you want to hear right. if you're, you're an Illinois fan. And I think he's starting to. I think they played maybe 12 true freshmen in this game, which is big. And, you know, he said it from the very beginning that, you know, you want to play football, you can come to Illinois because there's a lot of playing time there. And, again, same situation as Purdue and Minnesota. They just have to continue to build that roster. But it looks like Lovey is getting some of the guys that he needs and wants to have in that program. People sometimes from the outside aren't getting excited about it because they don't have all these stars. But he's finding guys that really fit uh, what they're doing. And I think he's got to build a base. One thing that he's got in his favor that he's going to have time. You know, nobody thought that this was going to be a two- or three-year fix. It's going to take them four to five years to get this team in a position to really be competing for the West. And I know people don't want to hear it. They're Illinois fans, but that's just the reality of what it is because you have, you add a guy like P.J. who's doing a great job, who's going to do a great job recruiting. You talk about Brian Brum. I think that he's going to continue to do a great job. Wisconsin, Iowa, these teams aren't, aren't going anywhere else. And we haven't even talked about Northwestern yet. Yeah. So, there's a, there's a long way to go if you're an Illinois fan, but I think Lovey is the guy because he's going to get the time to be able to build that roster. Howard, always great talking to you. We will talk to you again soon if you allow it. We'll talk to you every day if you'd allow it. Thanks, man. Thanks, my All man. All right, guys, be good. Enjoy the week. Okay, man. Howard Griffith of the Big Ten Network. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.